I actually, the funny thing is my mom went behind my back, sent uh, an email to this company called Holiday and Ice to yeah. Judy, the casting director. And she got back like with a video and all that stuff. Like so I didn't know your, anything your about mom it. Got yeah. you your first my job. mom got me my first contract. God, yeah. she must have wanted you out of the house. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Welcome to the No Name Podcast. Okay, welcome to the No Name Podcast. <laughs> no Name Podcast, yes. We so, still need to find that. Yeah, we've st- we still not got a name, but basically it's going to be two guys just shooting the shit. Having a drink or six. Like like any other podcast, really. <laughs> Today we are drinking some uh, gin and Red Bull, because it's been a particularly long day, and could do with the energy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was a particularly long night as well, so yeah. So we've been planning this podcast for a long time, and we we've tried it once, and it was a, a tad windy out. Yeah. So let's like let's do a little explain who we are and where we are. So my name's Alex. My name's Dylan. Uh, we're both performers on a cruise ship, and we are currently on a cruise ship. This is my wonderful cabin. Prison. Yeah. It is a tiny, <laughs> tiny room. <laughs> Um, but the last podcast we tried to do, the first one, first attempt, was on the top of the smokestack. Deck 18, blown yeah. away. Yeah, which is a cool venue, but, but the... uh, as the name might suggest, <laughs> yeah, it is a tad windy, which fucked with our sound. It big time. And <laughs> that and the sound of the actual engine. And the engine, yeah, and it's like, oh. Yeah, so we're, we're trying this, this room, and at the moment I don't have a roommate, so... It's That's actually working out quite nice. It's actually okay. So yeah, we we're basically going to be talking probably mostly about like ship life, um, yeah. entertainment, what it's like to be an entertainer. What we've been doing for the last seven years for me, <clears throat> what ten for you or something. Yeah, um, and just random stuff that I find interesting, and we do tend to segue sometimes. Yeah, so be ready for that. Yeah, occasional rants and whatnot. So that's basically going to be the gist of it. So, thought to get started, we could talk about um, how we got to this point. Because I said we're entertainers before, we're actually both figure skaters, which yeah. is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> kind of ridiculous. Kind we, of silly. we are figure skaters on a boat on one of the biggest cruise ships in the world. Which I do catch myself every now and again. I'll be like walking down the corridor, and I'll, I'll, I'll get I'll have a moment of realization. I'm like. My life is ridiculous. <laughs> it really, like, how many people work, live, and yeah, work and live on a giant cruise ship? Yeah, yeah. especially doing the jobs. And, yeah, doing the jobs that we do. It's 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 kind of mental. So yeah, I thought we could talk about like how we actually got to that point because I feel like the whole competitive path and the whole skating world in general is kind of a weird one as well. Yeah, this is probably not the weirdest thing. I think the the journey to this point is. Almost as strange as this. Strange, yeah. So how I about agree with that? Yeah. How, when how about you? When did you start skating? All right. Well, I started skating when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so parents took me. I kind of liked it. We happened to see a freestyle session where I saw some guys doing triples, and I was like, "That, want to do that?" Yeah. So started doing that, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, years of com- like I think what I'd say at least twelve years of competing, of doing yeah. competitions and just the whole world of 
That is crazy. So, so what, what sort of competitions did you do? Like national competitions or international competitions? Yeah, or? yeah, we did. I did a lot of local ones at first, and then we made it to I made it to sectionals, and then I made it to nationals a couple well once really. Have you got any like crazy like? Because um, for me. Yeah. What do you got? Like, yeah. So. <clears throat> weird thing about for my whole growing up in skating is I I always found that I've, for me like I moved out when I was like 12 so oh, right. don't have anything like that no no so and but that's the thing it's pretty common in the skating world so I moved away from home when I was 12 and moved in with a Russian family <laughs> yeah so this is gonna be some good stories yeah so 12 years old I moved away from home and I changed schools, and yeah, so it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. And like, I I don't know if you find this, but in the in the skating world, like you're surrounded by people that are older than you. Uh, so yeah. like, when you get into it, you maybe like yeah, like nine, eight. So I feel like you grow up really fast. Yeah, you get uh, a lot of experience in a short amount of time. Yeah, so you grow up super fast, and but what, what happened with me is like, so when I moved out, I moved out when I was twelve, lived with this Russian family. Went to a different school, so I feel like I went from like a, a normal 12, 11 year old to like a 20 year old yeah. like maturity because I was like living away from home and blah 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 blah. But the other weird thing is, I felt like as I got to my 20s and like mid 20s, I feel like my friends caught me up and surpassed me because they. You know, they were, like, starting to get their own houses and get married and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And whereas I was, like, still doing exactly the same, same thing I'd been doing since Actually, I was, like, 12. that is kind of weird, yeah. No, I, I find that, particularly when I started doing, like, the shows, like, because we just yeah. we skate and we, yeah, like, this is what we've been doing for, the like, for me, the last 19 years is basically what I've been doing. Yeah. So, and you, so you grew up really, really quick and then you just stayed there. Yeah. And all your friends are like, yeah, I got two kids now and, like, you know, a mortgage. And you're just like, the fuck is happening? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I thought, because I remember always feeling, like, super, super grown up and, like, way more mature than all my yeah. friends. And then it was around, like, the early 20s. Mark, where, like, they, you know, they started paying rent and bills. bills and, and I was like, like and, and I'd not, I'd literally just been frozen as the same person since I was 12 all the way kind of all the way up until now like I've, i mean i've still not got a mortgage I, i'm at least married you're married uh, baby but, steps yeah yeah that's the thing i'm still not got, i'm still not paying bills like not really no my, my biggest responsibility is a phone bill yeah Ooh. <laughs> you know Ooh. what i mean i'm like i'm 31 years old and my biggest responsibility is a phone bill so it's, it's kind of crazy it is when you think about it like that that's that's mind-blowing for yeah because it's exactly how i've been feeling like you just feel like i don't know and I'm starting to feel stuck there. Like, like I want to, yeah, maybe try and take those next like steps. Yeah. But then, like, that changes ex this life completely. Like, yeah. So that's that's kind of like what's next for, for Stephanie, you, Stephanie and I, for yeah. my wife. So we're in that stage now where we're saying that this is going to be the last one, and we're going to move into that life that all of our friends have been inhabiting for, what, like, 10 years? Yeah, <laughs> like, solid 10 years. But it's going to be crazy. It's going to be... Uh, I think you're going to miss this, though. I don't know if I'm going to miss it. I, I'm kind of excited to move into the, to the next... have a change since yeah. you haven't done anything yeah. different. So I've been doing this... 20 years. Yeah, I mean, I mean, years. skating, I've been skating yeah. the last 20 years, but I've been doing this whole, like, 
ships and shows for the last eight years. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be tough. And But the reason that I want to get into it now is because most people at this stage in their life have got a pretty deep into their career, right? Right, right. So, you know, if you, you start your job at, like, in your 18, so right. if you go to university, maybe, like, 21, 22. Sure. And I mean, you start you, your career. Yeah, you've worked your way early up the up the career ladder, mm-hmm. right? And whereas for us that are in this career, we have to literally start again. Yeah. Once we finish this, this part, we have to start all over. Yeah. Oh. Can you imagine starting a new career? And people do it. Obviously. I mean, yeah, it's done. But can you imagine uh, I, the thought? That's the thing. That's what I'm dealing with right now. Is like starting a new career at 31. 31. Like starting from yeah. the bottom. Yeah. I mean, even if you went, if you switch to coaching, you could take the experience from this, but still, it's not but the same. But, no, 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 and I get that. So, <laughs> I mean, because that's what the that's most obvious it, yeah. transition is to move into coaching. coaching. Yeah. But even if you move into coaching, you still got to build a student yeah, base. Yeah, you start, you're starting from the bottom. Yep. You're starting from the bottom. Even if we move into coaching, we are Whereas starting. somebody who's already started coaching and yeah. didn't go to shows yeah. would have. Well, they well, have, they'd have well student yeah. base by now. Yeah, they're already at nationals mm-hmm. and maybe even worlds at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting. I'm kind of like terrified, excited. Now, question for you. Yeah. Because it is, that does sound absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. And, but would you change anything? No. Yeah. Would you trade these experiences that you've had no. in this career for the other? So just having a no, brand new start. Basically. No, no. So far, I wouldn't do anything different because, I mean, what this has afforded me is, you know, I've been able to save a decent amount of money and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. So then after this, hopefully, I can get a deposit on the house. So this has, like, put me in a good place. And But then again, if I had started from the bottom mm-hmm. uh, and maybe in coaching when I started this, then right. I probably might have been in the same situation. Same. But right. I can... Doing this, I've had some of the best years of my life. Like, yeah. but crazy experiences. Try. I mean, I met my wife. So that's true. Do you know what I mean? If I mean, you wouldn't be married if you didn't do it. Exactly. So it's it's definitely interesting. But no, it's gonna be. Yeah. It is kind of a scary topic. Eh? Yeah. I never thought about it like that. Before. Yeah. It's kind of, I'm kind of. Uh... <laughs> Kind of a little scared now that yeah. I am thinking about it like that. But a lot of and that's the Ooh. thing. That's the thing as well. <laughs> a lot of people will. Um, try and make that transition right. and not do it successfully. I, I right. know so many people that have gone, right, we're done now. We're going to try and do real life. Right. And they mm-hmm. end up back on ships yeah, or on a contract. It's easier. Well, it's not even that. What, what happens is they'll go back home. And this is just from the experience and the things that I've seen is they'll yeah. go back home and they'll get in some, you know, minimum wage shitty job. And fucking hate their lives. Well, it's not even that. They're just like, why are we doing this? Especially if they've still got the option to skate. Right. They're, they're, you know, just like, why Why are we... Why bother? Yeah, why not just go back? So it's like, unless you're willing to grind it out, most people just end up coming back. So, yeah, it's going to be tough. And I, I can... The thing is, I've worked crappy jobs. Like, I've worked in... Bars and shit. Yeah, I worked in a bar. I worked in, like, a liquor store slash off-license for people in the UK. Um, slash post office. <laughs> slash post office. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the thing is with that, as I always kept my sanity and kept my ability to be there because I knew it wasn't forever. Like, right. yeah. So, like, my first job was... <laughs> yeah. So, my first job was in, uh, like, a post office slash liquor store. 
And I it's used a to... really interesting combination. Like, yeah, well, they, so so basically, we have like convenience stores, and they have like a post office in the back, and then they sell liquor as well. Cool. So because we've got different laws in the UK, we yeah. can we pretty much sell liquor. We sell liquor at gas stations, like we don't, we don't really care. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, I worked there for like four years while I was competing because I was like you know trying to like fund a little bit of my skating, skating yeah. and whatnot. So I, basically, at the peak of my training, I was training. 24 hours a week like on the ice in the gym and then i was working 24 hours a week like in this in this off license mm -hmm. and so but that's the thing i could do it because i knew it wasn't forever like it was just a means to an end and then right. eventually i was like gonna quit competing and go and do shows so it's just i knew it was it was for now and it wasn't forever so anytime right. i had a shitty day i could just be like oh, oh, man, whatever it's not gonna be forever and then i remember i got my first opportunity to do a show and it was in Saudi Arabia and I was like it was sick money like yeah. really good money uh, more money than I've ever made in my life and I was just like yes like quit that when I went did that and then yeah so then I went and did that and it was great and then unfortunately those gigs don't come around too often so yeah. I had to start working in a bar and I worked in a bar for two years and then one of my buddies was like don't you ice skate and I was like yeah yeah I do <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but that was the other thing as well so when i was working in the bar i was like well you know i work i work in the bar because i can work like in the evening and skate in the morning so i can do both at the same time that doesn't happen like, <laughs> especially if you like want to make enough money to actually live like you've got to work full-time so i'm full-time in a bar is like 50 60 hours a week so i ended up not skating at all and then my buddy was like why are you doing this he was like you're a skater right and i was like yeah <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, well, why are you doing that? And I was like, it's a good question. <laughs> well, I have an answer for you, but I haven't got a good answer for that. So it was around that point that I was like, oh, I'll probably start pursuing this a little more. And then I got an email from one of my friends that was on the ship, and she was like, someone's got injured, like, you should send in an email and see if you can get on. And I was like, oh, that sounds perfect. So I did that, and then that's how I started. How did you start, actually? Um, so I was tail end of my competitive career kind of puttering out not really wanting to go to college not really sure what to do and it was either work a minimum wage job and continue skating and looking for a new pair of partner at the time yeah or what job was you, was you working i wasn't oh no okay <laughs> I, I, I wasn't working one yet okay great. i was like looking into it and i was like do i really want to do this yeah and then like Actually, the funny thing is my mom went behind my back, sent uh, an email to this company called Holiday and Ice to yeah. Judy, the casting director, and she got back like with a video and all that stuff. Like so I didn't know your, anything your about mom it. Got yeah. you your first my job. mom got me my first contract. God, she yeah. must have wanted you out of the house. Yeah, she did. <laughs> it was a five-month contract. We toured Netherlands and England. It was amazing. I loved every second of it. And then immediately I signed. Like I did that. Did the five months. It was. I was 18 and in Europe. It was a <laughs> crazy experience, especially from like an American standpoint. Like, yeah, because of the drinking. The drinking, the people, everything. <laughs> like, it was awesome. And then, like, I, they asked me, like, at the end of, at the end of the contract, they did an eval with me. They're like, we really like what you did. Um, would you consider coming back for the new show? It's going to be long. Yeah. You have two months of rehearsals, and it's a nine-month contract overall. I was like... 
fuck yes. <laughs> sign me right up. Yeah. Sign, yes, I will sign right now. They're like, done. Coming back. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I worked like a summer gig for Karen Kresge mm. for like three months. And well, then, why is that for people that don't know? Uh, Karen Kresge is, she used to have a bunch of shows in theme parks, Snoopy based shows. Okay. It was cool. Um, so you did that. So I did that for three months. That was stupid good money too. Yeah. That was like shit money basically. Yeah. You had to pay for your own apartment though. So that was kind of. Okay. But that was a fun like first step for me because I've yeah. never had an apartment before. Yeah. So. Sure. I was like, Neither have oh, I. Yeah. I'm 31 right. years old. <laughs> it was really cool. I like rented an apartment for like three months. I'm like, this is awesome. I got a lease. I got a bill. Like, this is kind of, you know, I got my income from yeah. the skating. It was a cool experience. And then I worked in a theme park. So like after the day, after we did our three shows a week, or no, three shows a day, we uh, we go ride rides. I think that's hilarious that your mom was like, I need to get this bitch out of my house. <laughs> well, she gave me the choice. She gave me the choice. So she, she... <laughs> She sent this email. She got me the job. She came up to me. She's like, Dylan, you're 18 now. I need you to either start working at this place, this place, or this place. Like, a bunch of minimum wage, bullshit jobs, and keep competing if that's what you want. Or, I found you this. It's skating. You're going to go tour Europe for five months. You're going to make, I think it was 550 euros a week. So, one thing I want to know is, did your mom email as you? Or yes. did Okay, cause she used my email. Can you imagine, like, some woman, like, so I really want my son to do shows, like, it's kind of just been a bum around the house. It's kind of just being a bum, trying to compete. Yeah. I'm a little over it. Can you take him off my hands? Because he's just, you know, driving me crazy. Like, okay, <laughs> essentially. So, so she. No, she used my email. Okay. Yeah, because she has my password still. She's like my secretary. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That's hilarious. It was pretty great. Like, so she gave me an option. I was like, well,. I don't want to go to college. I don't want to like start because I was gonna start coaching. Mm. And I didn't really want to start coaching. I mean, it was one of those like I kind of made the first steps into it, and I was gonna start like buckling down and getting a student base and like settling myself in one location. Yeah. And just trying to coach and teach, or sorry, teach and like train at the same time. Yeah. And then she was like, "You can go to Europe for five months, make a fuck ton of money for an eighteen-year-old, and." You're gonna just be able to do whatever you want. You're basically gonna be an adult over there. Yeah. Did you even let finish the sentence no. before you left? No. I was I was like, like, Dude, <laughs> sign me up. She's like, let's go get you a passport. I'm like, let's go get me a passport. You didn't even have a passport. Didn't have a passport at that time. That's such an American thing. Yeah. That's hilarious. And that was great. I loved it. So when then, what did all your friends think when you was like, I'm, I'm leaving? They were super jealous, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, so guys, I'm leaving. Peace out. So I'm gonna go to Europe for five months and have a good time. Have any of your friends, like, made it out of your, like, city? Um, um, when it, I've, do you have friends, like, outside of skating, though? Because uh, that, that yeah, makes a difference. So I, I didn't actually have any, really any friends inside of skating. Because okay. the rinks I trained at didn't have a lot of guys, except for Detroit. And then they were kind of... Detroit's really, like, close-knit, like, clicky. And I lived really far away, so I didn't... So I'd just come and show up and skate and, like, yeah. hang out with people for an hour the one cool time was when I was, we were in a pair camp basically at this place and like they, I used to live at this person's like, they like had a skater house basically. Okay. So it's like a three level place and we all, it was full of all the skaters, all the mm. pairs and we trained at a rink and like we have like shuttle vans back and forth and it was for like, they were trying to get it up and running 
like full for so, like, like a year. Dorms for skating. It was basically dorms for skating. And it was fun. really fun. No, it was so much fun. Yeah. And we had older guys, so we were always drinking. That was the first time I ever got drunk. I was like 17. See, that got me drunk on vodka. Yeah. It was bad. We got him, we were fucking hammered. Fucking handle of vodka. Down, gone. <laughs> we slept, we had bunk beds too. It was really fucked up. Like, I fell out of the bunk bed that night, crawled to the toilet, got up at 6 a.m., went trained. Like a champ! <laughs> that was really funny because, like I, I say. Because you could drink when you were like, well, no, that's 12. A, wasn't that, not, yeah, not, yeah, kind of. <laughs> so that's that's the point. So the, that's something that not many people will get. And can you hear that bloody music? Yeah, it's if really, it, it's <laughs> gonna be in the sound. Yeah. It's gonna be like, ah, oh, apologize for that. Just try and ignore it. We will. Um, <laughs> So, one of the really crazy things was, so yeah, like, one of the things that most people won't experience in just normal going to school and everything else has yeah. been in this mixture of older... Different ages. Old, yeah, like, also, yeah. older, younger, like, yeah. every, like... Oh. So, so there'll be, like, 12-year-olds that'll be on the same wavelength and kind of, you'll talk to each other... With 25-year-olds. 20, yeah, 25-year-olds. Yeah. Like, there's no kind of... Lines blur. Yeah, the lines blur back. massively, which has it's dangerous. Well, it's not. Da it, it is dangerous, dangerous, but in today's today's day and age, it is. It's like scary. when I was competing and when I was growing up, it like wasn't even a thing. Like it was yeah. completely normal. There was nothing like seedy weird or weird CD, about it. Yeah. It was like it was just normal. It was mm -hmm. just how it's always been. But now everyone's like super sensitive and like for good reasons. Like sure, sure. There's, there are terrible people out there that took advantage yeah. of blurred lines. Like exactly, they have. we I mean, all just hung out. We were all friends. Like, yeah, yeah, they, because we were all there in yeah. the same experiences. Yeah. Like, but there was no age there. It just no, no, they, you were, no, no. Everyone was like just a universal age. Yeah, you hung out and talked to everybody because you were all experiencing the same stuff. Like, and and that's the thing. I don't know. You it was crazy. You didn't get talked down to either. No, no. Like you, you, you got treated. I, was, I, I think. You I think that's the part that made it like. Yeah. Made you mature faster. Is because yeah. you'd have these, like twenty-five-year-olds talking to you like you're twenty-five. Yeah. Like, not like oh you're a little baby. No. no. Like, like all right, you're competing. You're doing yeah. this. You're like yeah. one of us. I think universal age is probably yeah. the best way, best to, way to describe it. Yeah, it was just like and a universal. Not something anyone in high school or like anyone no in would even understand. No, no, because yeah. there is there's like in high school or school is like there's a hierarchy, there's, right? Yeah. You know, the, the fifth grade, seniors, yeah, exactly, yeah. Freshmen, yeah, that whole thing. Right? But that just doesn't happen in skating. No, no, that's crazy. It is crazy. So, but yeah, so going going to those stories. So like, we had so I went to my first international one. I think I was about twelve, thirteen, and. Um, this is going to get to the point of... We're back. The memory card just filled up. So anyway, we were talking about my first international. Um, so yeah, we went to my first international and we were talking about how you can't plan stuff, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So anyway, before I get there, so I came from like a small ice rink. The ice rink was like probably the same size as the rink. I skated down near a small ice rink in Nottingham for holiday. No, 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 this is, this was tiny, it was like the size of the ship ice, it was like 60 by 40 feet, like, pound, pound ice, yeah, like, what little, are you doing? Little, little tiny thing, and so I skated there, and then I did a few competitions, and then the coach that I eventually went to was like the best coach in Britain, right. and he was like, yo, like, you should come skate with us, and I was like, I'd love, Fuck to, yeah. I'd love to take that opportunity, Fuck hell yeah. yeah, I'd love <laughs> to take that opportunity, but anyway, I went over there, 
And he literally got, I went from like one double jump to having all my double jumps in about six months, just like boom, there. straight up. Uh, yeah, so I went to this international and like I wasn't really expecting, like, it was my first international and all I heard about like international competitions was like everyone's way better than you are and yeah. you're just going for the experience and blah, blah, blah. Sure. Blah. So anyway, I go to the international, skate, clean, and like back in that day, like I just turned it on for the competitions. Like, mm-hmm. no matter how I was skating before, like get to competition, it's just like, yeah. like yeah. a light, easy. And so yeah, went there, skate, clean. Got off the ice, didn't even think anything of it, just went about my business, just super pumped, super buzzing, like just yeah. having a great time. And then the results came out and I was it turns out I won. And I was oh, like, yeah. how, how how like to me, like my mind I was like, how? Like how? Like wait, how did I yeah. But that but that's the thing, I didn't actually watch any of the other skaters skate, so I had no like it was not like I watched them and I was like, oh, you know, like I might have a chance here. Yeah. Like I literally skated and left the building just you know, feeling yeah. good, and I'd skated well. And because, like, I'd yeah. always been told that, like, the international competitors are just on a different, different level, level right? they didn't think for a second that, like, winning was... Like, even an option. No. Like, it wasn't even yeah. a thing. No, yeah, like, so yeah. I was, like, in the hotel room, and... Fucking chilling. And it was, yeah, just, and it was like, oh, you've won. I was like, what? <laughs> you, get your ass here for the medal ceremony. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that was a mistake. And he's like, no, you've won. I was like, no way. Like, that's... That's crazy. So, That's, yeah. So anyway, we went like did the medal ceremony. It was awesome. Like great first experience. Mm-hmm. But so, in it was in uh, Austria, and in Austria they have like these vending machines that served beer. Yes, <laughs> I remember seeing it going. Yes. I'm sorry. What? Like it's a check ID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just I was come like, come up with a dollar. Like it's no. Nice. I was like. Uh-huh. Like how does how does that even make sense? And like That's we 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 had like chaperones, so they, there was probably about twenty of us and maybe like three chaperones. Yeah, right. So you got away with murder. Oh, but they they didn't even know where you were half the time. Like, yeah. and as long as you were like, they knew you was in the hotel. It's like kind of been on a cruise ship. Like, they know you're in the hotel. Like, how much trouble can you get into? Like, really? Well, with alcoholic vending machines, quite a bit. I yeah. Feel like. So I remember like going there. I was like, well, I'm gonna buy a beer, obviously. So I was like, I'm celebrating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like drinking beers and everything. I was like, this this is crazy. So then that was just the thing. Like, so we'd go to these international competitions, and I remember once we went to what, and um. Again, because we'd have like older people within our group. I remember we, again, they had the beer vending machines. Yeah. So we'd like, we fill the bath up with our, and bear in mind, I'm probably like 13, 14 at this point. Yeah. So we'd Way like, before me having yeah. any of these. Yeah. Like, so we'd like fill the bath up with ice and we go to the beer vending machine and like fill the bath up with like beer and ice. it was like, yeah, fuck it. Dude, I used to do that on Disney. <laughs> that's what we did. Yeah. And it was just like, that's the thing. That, that's what I'm talking about. Well, the the maturity like level just Boom. skyrocketed right like, and then levels out and then levels out <laughs> then levels you, out yeah and then you get just overtaken by uh, I think that's the thing Real you life. get to like twenty three twenty four and then you you start to like be way 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 I think pulled back. yeah um, we like shoot up to like the maturity level like uh, I'd say it late early teens. yeah er, yeah late teens early twenties yeah. Early twenties max, yeah, and then we just level out. And we stay there because yeah. that's just what the world. That's what our lives require of us. Mm. Mm. That's what it requires. Yeah, like, we don't need to. Like here, we don't cook. 
we barely clean. Yeah. Like, really. Well, like, I mean, we take out the trash occasionally. Yeah. Like, our come meal, on. Our meals are made for yeah, us. Yeah. Our meals are made for us. We don't pay rent. We don't pay anything. Like, yeah. No, it's, you pay for alcohol. It's a pretty cushy dot. Life. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your, you know, fucking two grand. <laughs> You know, like it's like, all right, cool, bye, thanks. Yeah, no, it's a pretty, it's a pretty. Meanwhile, I, I got a buddy at home who's like paying rent, and he's living with his girlfriend, and he's got like, he's asking his boss for promotions, and like he's super excited when he gets like a fucking five dollar raise and all this shit, and like he's all oh, moving up, I'm gonna be a supervisor soon. And I'm almost like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> I was saying, I've got friends, I've got kids, like yeah. Yeah, all my friends that didn't choose this career path, like all my normal friends, they've all got kids, like two or three kids, yeah. like they got a house, and they yeah. look older as well. They look, look. they look older. Cool. That's, that's the other massive difference I didn't even, like, doesn't even factor right. in. When you look at yourself and you're like, oh, okay, and then you look at somebody, like, I look at, like, I have a buddy that has a kid, and he's 23, I think. Yeah. But he looks older than me. And oh, I'm yeah. two years older than him. Yeah. But he looks well older than me. And yeah. I'm like, well, like, all my peers and friends, like, that on in the skating world, like, they look 10 years older than me. Yeah. And that, that always happens to me because people will say, oh, like, how long have you been skating for? And I'm like, oh, you know, 20, 20 years. And they're like, you don't look old. They ask me how long I've been doing shifts. I'm like, eight years. And they're like, how are you even old enough? I'm like, 31. They're like, no way. No like, way. So that's the thing. Like, it, obviously, like, life, real life takes its toll. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly takes We its got toll. a bit of a cush job going on. Yeah, yeah. Can't complain. Uh, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I, I wonder if it's going to be, like, I'll get to, we'll do real life, and... and you're just going to age rapidly. Yeah, like in a year, <laughs> like you'd see me a year afterwards, and I'm just like... Oh. Got the old man face. Yeah, <laughs> gray hair, like... I mean, I'm looking forward to gray hair, but Jesus Christ. You're looking forward to your silver fox face. Mm. So no, it's kind of crazy. I'm like... Yeah. It's... It's yeah, a different world. It's a different world. It's a completely it different world. It's a completely different world. Like, I used to love going to regionals. Mm. Like, so we had everybody in the region and it's all these different people and it's all these different age groups and like obviously I was relatively younger back then like six like four, 14 to 16 was kind of my peak of regionals but you know you go and like the guys would all get together I know we're competing against each other but we all get together we play video games in the arcade and like fucking hang out and even like the older ones like oh come you know whatever you're done competing for the week all right come like hang out regional parties were off the fucking chain i met so many girls like it was crazy like uh but you're right like it didn't matter like ages were just universally yeah and we all just had a good time have fun and like we were all in our little world like skating is its own little like Mm. no it's crazy oh i remember so uh, we didn't have because england's so small and there's not enough skaters we have regionals so we just have nationals and it is interesting that you guys you're talking about internationals i'm like shit and i've never been to an international because it i have to get through regionals and i have to get through sectionals and i have to get through nationals to even be considered for any kind of international yeah the the talent group is a lot smaller so yeah but it was the same for our nationals the the party at the end of the nationals was always like ridiculous and right i remember so like 15 16 like it was around the time that like my parents would 
kind of let me go to the banquet. So they had like a banquet. Uh, the banquet. Yeah. I love the banquet. Yeah, so they let me go to the banquet. And <clears throat> a lot of the time it'd be in a different part of the country where we didn't live. So we'd all automatically be staying in a hotel or some sort of like B&B. Right. And, um, and that kind of... So I remember six, I was 16 and... It was the national championships and we finished and we went to the banquet and we were staying in a hotel and one of my buddies he was like the ultimate bullshitter like yeah. the ultimate just yes. ridiculous like he could talk his way out of absolutely anything and that's the other weird thing about skaters they're all kind of a bit out there a bit like weird a little bit they, you gotta, i, I want to use the word charming we all yeah. have a bit of charm to us there yeah. and people just look at us and just go okay yeah, it's so it's, it, and he kind of he was like really good at it. So I remember we I was I was sixteen, and we went to, I was like I'm gonna try and come out with you guys. And bearing in mind how young I look now, I'm thirty one, and I, right. still, I still get ID. Imagine when you were sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So I was sixteen. No way. So we would go to this Weatherspoons, which is like a big. I love Weatherspoons. Yeah. So it's a big chain chain, chain club, yeah. and um, do that. We go there, and the, the bouncer the obviously looks at me and he's like, no. I mean, if, well, he asked me. He was polite enough. He was like, "Got idea." I was like, "No, it's not a good idea." But we've with with the national championships, we've arranged it with your manager that he can come in. He's not allowed to drink, but we're, we're having a like an organized party here. Like we've we've organized it, um, three managers, I mean, and he's allowed to come in. It's just not allowed to drink. And the bouncer went, "Sounds legit." <laughs> Come on in! Didn't even go to the manager. Didn't even ask. Fucking it. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't even Wait. Ask. That's some bullshit. Yeah. So that I went in. Fire that bouncer immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and you know how fickle and like yeah assholey bouncers can be. Yeah. Especially. Just... I'm sorry, but especially English bouncers. Oh yeah. They For are sure. the worst. Yeah. So anyway, walked straight in. Fuck no it. questions asked. Um, I need to meet this friend of yours. Yeah, and like he I need to become a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's had a crazy life. We can talk about that some other time. But, um, so we yeah went in, like had a few drinks, and then after that it was like time for we left there, and then they went to a club, and I same thing, tried the same thing again, and we're all a bit like Larry at this point, and tried the same thing again, and the bouncer was just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, so so they like. Got me a taxi and I went back to. We were in like these apartments, so they, we, I went back to the apartments and I was like, oh, okay, like I'll just be back at the apartment and I'll wait for you for the after party or whatever. Right. So they all came back like hammered off their face about two hours later, right. and yeah, we carried on with the after party. It was a great time, but the following year when I was seventeen, oh. uh, we tried again and it was a little bit close to home. Not it was in it was like forty five minutes away, but we were still staying in a hotel. Same guy. He was like, okay, we're going to go out again. So we did, like, the pre-drinks in the hotel. Right, and then, And then we went straight to the club. So we went straight to the club. And I remember he went up to the bouncer, did the same same line. He was like, oh, you know, we're at the national championships. But he didn't he didn't even ask. He was just like, oh, okay, whatever, go in. Like, And I just, I just walked in with the rest of the group straight in. And then once we were in, he was like, oh, you know, national championships here. Like, can we, like get some VIP. It was like, yeah. And we went got into the VIP era. So I was there. With, I was there at the time with my girlfriend who was also 17. Both of us looked like children. Like there was no way on any There's planning, no we were, way you were legal ever. Yeah, on any. So yeah, we were in there 
and uh, we're in the VIP section, like champagne, and it was like crazy. And then, because I'd had a few drinks, and I was like, I've already got past the bouncers. And in around that time, if you the bouncers were there to check IDs, so right. if you were in the club, it you meant were you meant you're all yeah, you meant yeah, you're all you're all right. So I was like, I'm gonna try and get served. <laughs> so I went up to the bar and ordered a drink, no questions asked. At 17 years old, bullshit. Yeah, like that's that's nice. It was cr- it was impressive. ridiculous. Considering I like, like I get ID, I'm 25 now. Yeah, and I mean obviously but I'm I don't I get yeah, ID. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't look old enough to no. really be whatever. But like, <laughs> I can't imagine you at 17 walking yeah. up to a bar and be like, "Yeah, can I get a gin and tonic?" Yeah, with my seventh, I wasn't drinking. I was drinking like the Alco pops, like a vodka kid or whatever. <laughs> I think it was Bacardi Breezes or something. Yes, like Bacardi that. Breezes. Or Smyrna Vice or something. Yeah, I wasn't drinking real drinks then. Um, so, yeah, it was it was crazy. And I remember, so I was, like, sat down with my girlfriend and, like, we were chilling out, like, just... Grab one of those uh, red balls from there. Just thinking, what on earth is going on? And uh, there was this couple that came up to us. Hell, yeah. And she came up to us and she was like, I'm pretty sure it's past your bedtime. And I was like... <laughs> But I didn't even argue it. I was not like, even wrong. I was like, you're probably right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right, yeah. Oh, God. But it was so Fucking funny. They just came up to us like, I think it's past your bedtime. I was like, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. So, yeah, I mean, and that's, that's just, I mean, I've got millions of stories. So we'll save them for a different time. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> this. It's a crazy um, life that we lead. We lead a fantastic life, yeah. but we definitely do not really live in reality. No, no. Oh, no. no. Reality is not a thing for us. No. I feel. Not at all. What's and the th- best part is, like, I ask my buddies, like, the ones who are, like, married and have kids, and they, like, we... Uh, and I'm always like, dude, you're so lucky. You met this lovely li- lady, like, you're whatever. And, like, he's like, dude, no. <laughs> no, <life>. you <laughs> you lead the. I'm like, dude, the grass is always. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what are you talking about? You've been to how many different countries? You've done how whatever shit. Like the stories you tell to me, I've never even come close. And I'm like, I mean, when you say it like that, I feel better about myself. Thank you. <laughs> but like, realistically, we still have to start from scratch eventually. Yeah. yeah like I'm 25, you're 31. But like, thing, once we're done with this, what are we uh, like? Yeah, because our bodies will eventually give out. Oh this, no! This, sure. this is a joyride, and it's great. Don't get yeah. me wrong; I love it. No, but it's got a shelf life. It has a shelf life. Yeah, and your shelf life's a little longer. My shelf life pes- quite a bit longer. Yeah, than I'm yours. sure a pair skater, yeah. but for me, I mean, I know pair skaters who are in their like early fifties. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I got a little bit more time. But then, how do you start over when you're fifty? That's the thing. Well, that's terrifying for me. But the thing is, if you go into that age, you've got to. It, yeah, you've got to make your partner for well it's not even that you've got to make a choice you've got to make a choice around 30 you've got to think right I either carry on and save enough money so I can retire when I'm finished which is yeah, possible which is possible which hard is possible. but possible and, and I'm not saying you like, got to work that next 20 years hard though yeah and I'm not saying like retire like you never work again but I'm saying like you, work you, you know you can buy a house and you're not going to mortgage and you can just work minimally yeah you can get a for groceries and yeah and beer money yeah exactly you can just work a three four days a week get an uber and, yeah exactly <laughs> you can basically work uber and survive yeah so that's the thing so and it's i mean you could retire properly 
at that age, if you'd made a few investments that turned out all right, you know what I mean? So it's true. That's, I have a buddy that actually has an investment portfolio that he could probably retire now and because yeah. he made some very good decisions. Yeah. So that's the thing. So he, around my age, you've got a choice to make. You either carry on for another 10, 15 years and retire, right. or you've got to be like, now I need to quit and start my second career, right. which is where I'm at. And, and that's the thing, because I'm a free skater, my... Joints are turning. Well, yeah, my joints are turning to powder as we speak. Yeah, <laughs> your shelf life is a little shorter than mine. Yeah, my meniscus is turning to chalk <laughs> as we speak. As we're having this podcast conversation, yeah, you're dying essentially. <laughs> I don't know if I'm dying, but yeah, there's, there's a triples are becoming a thing that is slightly more difficult. Yeah, almost impossible. <laughs> so without constant joint pain and yeah, so that's that's the thing. It's yeah. uh. I don't know. Honestly, I don't... Like, I love what we do. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But unless I snap... I'll go until I'm at least 30, I think. Honestly. Mm-hmm. At least 30. Yeah. Because the money's too good and the life is too fun to just be like, no, nah, I'm good at 20. Psh, nah. Yeah. Pop out five more years. Put that in the bank. Co- I'm going to start coaching anyway. Like, yeah. Because if on. you if you do a solid five years, like you should have some, some good some savings after that. Mundo savings and yeah. then you just set up at a rink and you just start coaching and I mean coaches can make some really good money. Yeah. Like I used to live with my one coach over the summer and that was an experience in and of itself. Yeah. This is the man who like loved his gray goose. Oh yeah. But he had me who was I think maybe fifteen at the time staying in training and then he had a like 17 18 year old at the time like guy who was staying in training we were like best mates but he would mark the gray goose oh yeah sharpie because <laughs> small he would be he, obviously he worked he was a director at the ring so he worked long hours besides coaching us because he was our main coach for both of us so <laughs> he was our main coach but mark would drive me to the rink we would both skate our hours. He'd drive me back to the place. We'd do the chores around the house because that was kind of like our rent. Mm. And then we would have fuck all to do for the rest of the afternoon. We'd watch TV in his big house or whatever and hang out. Mark would sneak out at night to go see some friends. Nice. Always a good time. But yeah, I know. he would mark the Grey Goose. I was like, fuck. Well, that's a clever move. It is clever. Remember that for your children, guys. Yeah, always always it, mark the alcohol bottles. Yeah, and if you want to be really sneaky, you can mark it with like clear tape, mm-hmm. so they don't Ooh, so they, they don't even notice. They don't know you've marked it, and then you can catch them drinking yeah. it because they're like they'll see it, pour some, and then you'll be like catch them red-handed. And also, never try and fill the vodka bottles back up with water. No, because that doesn't work. It doesn't work because water freezes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did that with. Uh, I've done it before with the Grey Goose. So. You don't want to do that in glass bottles. No, because it'll smash. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, no, I did it with... Well pissed off at me that time. Yeah. Well, I did it with... Um, it was We had, like, a house party, and we'd finished all the alcohol that we'd bought. So then we started looking around the house, like, for whatever, what we could right, find. Whatever we, we could find. We found this bottle of Bacardi. Yes. 
Finished with the bottle of Bacardi. It wasn't our Bacardi, so we folded back with water. But bear in mind, this Bacardi had been on the shelf for... A turn. Yeah, an absolute turn. Nobody was ever going to drink it. So, I, I, you know, it was quite safe for me to... Take fill, it, drink it, fill it up with water. Fill it all, no one ever know. <laughs> so the next day, we all wake up, hungover, blacked out. Like, no, no one really remember. Good times. Yeah, so we have, like, a nice cooked breakfast... And so we're up and hang over for a little bit. And then it comes to the evening and because we're all like young and stupid, we're like, oh, let's start drinking again. And it's like, oh, but we've got no alcohol. So it was like, all right, let's have a look around the house, see what we can find. It's like, there's a bottle of Bacardi. It's like, oh, yeah. God, disgusting though. It's like, yeah, but if we mix it with good old Red Bull. Right, you'll be fine. We'll be able to taste it. And so we like mix it with the Red Bull and my buddy is still like, oh my God, this is disgusting. And everybody else is like, you can't even taste it. Like, right. it's water. <laughs> no, that, we, we, but you couldn't taste it at all so it was like oh it's fine like stop in a girl just drink it so anyway we have like a few Bacardi Red Bulls and uh, and it's funny because at this point we're all starting to get a little bit merry a little bit leery and it's I was, all mental game bro. yeah and I was like oh because well, we were like getting a bit brave now I was like let's do some shots and everyone's like yeah shots so then we get like shot glasses out and we start pouring out this water Bacardi and then everyone was like, one, two, three, shoots it. And to be fair, I feel like I was the only one that noticed. Because I kind of looked around and I was like, that was really easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, I'm not that drunk. Yeah, I'm like, that doesn't taste right. And then like, I smelled the bottle and I was like, doesn't smell right yet. Yeah, and, then, and then it all came back to me all the same time. I was like, oh my God, I felt it. I was like, guys, we've been drinking water. And it was like... <laughs> Like everyone sobered up instantly. It was like, God damn it. Yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, we all just went to bed. It was like, oh, oh yeah, well, time for bed on that one. <laughs> Screw the pooch. Yeah. Moving on. It was like, because at that point, there was not even anywhere open. Because the, the first time, the reason we didn't go and get alcohol is just because we were too lazy. So we were looking, searching around the house. But then by the time we'd drunk half of this bottle of Bacardi and Red Bull, everywhere was shut. So it was like, well just go to bed now <laughs> so yeah that's a fantastic story yeah though. the mind is a powerful thing the mind is a very powerful thing mm. speaking of which i've not done the same with this either. nope no it's no no gin. this is definitely gin <laughs> we are sponsored by gin and fucking red bulls so. yeah. <sighs> well i think that that's that that'll do it that'll do it so that's the first podcast we need to come up with a name we do need to come up with a name no name podcast might be it i mean that's kind of fun. Yeah, no name podcast. So yeah, I uh, so. hope you enjoyed it. If you did, give it a five-star rating, subscribe, and we'll catch you. We're going to try and do this once a week, right? Once a week, we'll yeah. be here. And hopefully we don't repeat ourselves too much. And Fingers crossed, guys. We'll maybe get some guests going. We got to get Peter on here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Peace. See you guys.